Hello, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I will be interviewing one of my professors at DePaul University. His name is Vincent Pena, and I will be interviewing him about his experience as a sports blogger slash writer. Enjoy! So first off, just tell me about yourself, like your name, where you're from, like what you do, all that. Okay. Uh, I'm Vincent Pena. I'm a professor of sports communication and journalism here at DePaul University. Uh, I teach classes in sports communication and journalism, um, and I also do research on sports media uh, currently. Um, but I have a lot of experience on, in, in sports media as an editor, as a writer, um, one-time blogger, uh, and uh, photographer even. So yeah, I've been a little bit of, of everything. Um, covering college sports mostly, but some professional sports, uh, both men's and women's, and some even like youth sports, uh, mm-hmm. and even some like extreme sports like rodeo and uh, um, auto truck racing, like off road truck racing. Yeah. Um, so that's me. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so I know he, you have worked for um, many places like SB Nation, uh-huh. Yahoo Sports, and the Salt Lake Tribune. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is your favorite piece of work and why? Well, that's a great question. My favorite piece of work, I think, um, there's a couple pieces. So one, the first piece I ever wrote at the Salt Lake Tribune, which is like an internship, mm-hmm. so I had it over the summer. Um, but the first day they sent me over to the Salt Lake Bees, uh, which is the AAA affiliate there. Mm-hmm. And they had me cover, uh, right before that, the night before, maybe two nights before, uh, a woman in Boston was hit by a broken bat, uh, oh. and she was impaled, like, in the neck, uh, and she almost died, and she, like, was, yeah, like, it was pretty graphic, like, gnarly. Um, and so, it sparked this debate about nets at baseball fields, um, in which they now, every single ballpark has nets, they're required, uh, most because of that, it took, you know, someone getting stabbed. Uh, plenty of kids have gotten hit and, like, really badly injured, some people have died getting hit by baseballs. Um, so I wrote a story about that, uh, just kind of applying it to the uh, Salt Lake Tribune or Salt Lake Bees uh, and asking people about it. Um, and so it felt like an impactful story. It was one of my first ones. And then it also made the front page uh, because of they had a good photo for it. It's actually right there, uh, the one in the middle, the foul ball was flying oh, bats. Yeah. So it was like my first story I made. Like, my goal for the summer was to like get on the front page, uh, either the sports section or of the, the main paper. Uh, so first story, first day, Sunday, A1. So I was like... Uh, the story yeah. doesn't deserve it, but it was just like mm-hmm. it, it. It was just like the most, uh, um, just the way the news cycle worked that weekend. There was not a, big, a lot of big stories, and so they're like, "Cool, we'll run this." Uh, so that was cool. Um, but then also in terms of uh, another story, I liked uh, was covering the rodeo. Same same thing, uh, I guess same job with the Salt Lake Tribune, uh, because I had never covered the rodeo. I thought it was kind of like like the rodeo. This is dumb. Yeah. Uh, um, and they, uh, they sent, it was like the, the, the thing they sent all their interns to, to cover is like, you know, get experience. And then the, the rodeo in Salt Lake City was particularly big. Uh, and a lot of people went to it. Um, but it made me, uh, one, I kind of had to eat my words cause it was such a cool event. Uh, it, I, you know, kind of dispelled a lot of notions I had about who those athletes were and what they did and like what it took to do that sport uh, and how it's like, just even thinking about the sport, I kind of just thought it was like a, you know, um, a cowboy activity that like didn't have any, yeah, it didn't make much sense or didn't have any use to me. Uh, so that really kind of opened my eyes to different sports and the variety of them and what they look like and how athletes look and um, how to cover something that I have no idea about. Like I was, I had no idea what I was doing, who to talk to, uh, and I clearly didn't fit in. Um, just, you know, it's a bunch of cowboys wearing cow- like a bunch of these tough sons of bitches. And, uh, and I was kind of just there like, you know, in a, my shirt with my press badge, kind of like, I, uh, you know, not sure what to do or how to approach these guys because culturally it was a lot different. Um, and then also I didn't know, I didn't know what kind of questions to ask. Like, uh, so I had to do a lot of research. So anyways, those are the two. Cause that one really kind of on my, was like the, the hardest I had to work, like at an event and on my feet. 
uh, but I was like learning so much and, and kind of doing it. So those are the two I would say were like the most, um, that I like the most. Uh, I don't know if they're the most impactful or the best I've ever written, uh, especially not this one. Like I, I, I've looked at it since and like, oh, you know. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, I think those two would be like the, the ones that I point to, the ones I think about, um, I guess, in terms of, uh, yeah. Yeah, just like growing or whatever, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's some from uh, like some particular moments or stories that even in my college days, like working with a school paper, mm-hmm. um, that I like or are more impactful. But I'll I'll spare you those. Those are like a, um, <laughs> no, that's more just like yeah, just you know our team won. Like it was an upset, so it's more about me as a fan or as a student yeah. than it was about the journalism aspect of it yeah. in that sense. That's okay. I mean, I probably would have said that too, like yeah. something about like the bulls or something. Yeah. yeah. I get it, I get it. Absolutely. Um, so what got you into, like, sports writing or just, like, writing in general? So, uh, I, one, I grew up a sports fan. Like, it's a huge, uh, I think I showed it in our class. The, uh, or maybe not, the picture of, like, uh, my family with the Huskers. We're all wearing Husker gear. Did I show that photo? Maybe. Maybe. It was, like, we used to take family photos. My dad would get us all down there, and we'd have a Husker family photo day. Mm-hmm. So we'd all be wearing Nebraska stuff, and we'd take a photo. It was really, mm-hmm. um... And so, like, I grew up a fan, but really what sparked me into getting interested in, in sports writing and sports journalism was every morning. So my great uncle, my grandma's brother, lived right next door. Like, they had, they were one of those, just, like, close-knit families. And so um, she lived there. My great-grandma lived right next door with my uncle uh, until she died, until he died, until, like, no, they have, they're there. And we still have those two houses um, right next to each other. And so every morning I'd wake up, I'd go get the paper from my uncle. His name was Uncle Bali, and I'd go wake him up or just go get him inside and we'd sit on his front porch and I would just like read him the sports section like I'd read him the stats he'd be like tell me what happened with the Cubs last night and I'd be like oh uh, you know Derek Lee had two home runs and he had they had nine hits they scored in the first second like I would just read like mm-hmm. the stats um and so it's like a ret- tradition a ritual for me and I I loved it and of course I loved it just as a kid getting to play with my uncle and you know he would like give me a little task to do uh, we do the crossword together um, and so I always kind of like the newspaper was always like a part of my life in that way, like in, in the media. My grandma would always watch the news, um, not necessarily sports, but so I always just liked it. It was always there. Uh, and it wasn't until like I got to um, I worked for the school paper in high school and I was terrible at it. And the, the teacher was really hard. Not terrible. I just like she was uh, unnecessarily harsh. And so like if you had any mistakes in your story, she would just give it back to you. Like oh. she wanted it to be like perfect. And it was like. So it was like a good, you know, like a kind of hard ass, you know, coming from a different time. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember the first story I ever wrote was a chess story about this, the fucking chess club, right? Like, uh, yeah. And about their, their, their meat. And not, not to deride the chess club, I, I love chess. Um, and uh, they were actually pretty decent. But uh, I was just writing a story. It was 250 words about like, you know, Katie McArdle got second place at the, you know, whatever, the chess <laughs> tournament this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she sent it back to me. I had to do 16 revisions of this little story for this little high school newspaper. And I, and so I was just like, this is ridiculous. But also, it was like, it pushed me. I was like, like screw you, lady. Like, who do you like? Um, yeah. And so like, I, I, it was like the first thing, not the first thing, but one of the few things I, I was like not good at and someone was telling me like very clearly that I wasn't like that good at it or at least not good enough for her because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I thought I was a decent writer and my, I think my grades reflected that or whatever. Um, and so, like, I kind of, like, I, I, I don't know, that, that experience was, was something in and of itself. But as I got to college, I actually initially majored as an art major um, and because I wanted to be, like, a tattoo artist um, and just be an artist. Like, I just wanted to, I love to draw and I love to, like, create things. And uh, so I did that. But then, uh, long story short, uh, I was getting a caricature one day and the guy gave me this long story about how, you know, um, this guy's life was ruined and he wanted to be an artist, blah, 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 blah. It was his life story. And he was like convincing me not to do, to go into art and to get an art degree. 
uh, I listened to him uh, because at the time too I was like thinking about that same stuff like what am I gonna do after college right it was my freshman year um, and I really loved journalism I loved like I, I spent all day watching Sports Center. I spent all day reading it and it wasn't until then that I kind of clicked like oh I can that thing that you know Miss McCart uh, Miss Moriarty said I wasn't good at that thing I grew up doing a lot like I can do it like I, I'd love to do that like I want to work in sports and I'm also coming to terms with the fact that my athletic career is over right like as many of us do um, we like sports we want to be we kind of want to stay hanging around uh, but it wasn't as like a as much as I say like now that I always wanted to work in sports or always wanted to have something to do with sports I don't think that was always the case and at times I actually kind of shoot sports because I was trying to be like a cool kid in high school or like I thought was you know um, like I, whatever reason I had right I don't want to play. Uh, like I, I didn't go out for basketball freshman year despite being like, you know, that being my best sport just because I wanted to hang out. Like I just wanted to like yeah. dick around at, at, on the campus. After, you know what I mean? Like I, just, I had no plans. I just wanted to like do nothing. I didn't want to have to like, run gassers and, and, you know, do sprints and play, play, you know, and I regret that uh, in somewhat because I think not that I was going to go have a career, but um, that was like looking back the one time I was. I could have played sports and had like the yeah. build, you know, that's what, that's why we regret it. Anyways, this is all a lot to say. Um, when I got to college, I just like, I, I wanted to do it and I started to, uh, and I kind of just like really clicked and I, I loved it. I loved like gathering, news gathering. I love the access. I love like talking to people, like the storytelling element, especially in sports where it's, everything is, it's built for that. Mm -hmm. um, I just loved it. So that was kind of why I got into it. And, uh, um, I've obviously kind of changed gears here a little bit, doing more research. Still involves writing, still involves watching a lot of sports, still involves like being in, involved. Um, it's just a, lot, a little more high level writing than I, um, not high level, like, but I guess more uh, research based, right? So like I, 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 I can make the same arguments that someone who's like a columnist or reporter can make, um, but it's, uh, it's a little less, I don't know how to describe it. I just like, I think it's more fulfilling for me um, in that way. Uh, and it's a little more, I think, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and then my last question is, what is your best advice for someone who wants to go into, like, sports writing slash blogging or, like, any job that has to do with sports? To do it. Um, and I, obviously, like, if your goal is to get ESPN, you can't just, like, apply to ESPN. They're going to take you. But to do the to do the work and to do the stuff, um, a lot of times we write, and I was guilty of this, too. Like, I, I wouldn't take opportunities. Uh, like, I basically did not listen to the people who said, just, like, write for yourself and, like, have a blog or keep whatever uh, even if you don't publish it just like for yourself to always be practicing and to always be writing mm -hmm. um because i was i had like i was doing internships and i was working for the paper and i was doing all these like, my classwork right trying to balance that trying to like have a call like a life um and whatever the same things that you, you're going through right now uh, but i wish i would have done that i wish i would have like had a more um disciplined and uh um, just regular writing thing like I did writing for when I had to do writing um, whether it was for class or for things and so I would say like again it doesn't have to be a blog you publish just like a personal blog like every Sunday if you watch the Bears and you have thoughts write them right like because when you go apply for jobs they're gonna they're gonna ask you for writing samples and um if you don't like if, you, if you're if you not working for publications or you don't have an internship or anything uh you're gonna have to rely on your classwork and as we all know uh we don't usually do our best work in class right like we do what we have to do to kind of get by you know and uh, even if you're a good writer and so I, I try to stress that to my students a lot and to like anyone who asks because i think that's one thing that i that hurt me um i was getting to all the people that i know especially my age or around me um Several of them like were doing that, and it, it took a long time for it to pay off. But eventually, it paid off. And so I don't, I don't know anyone who like toiled away doing their own blog, and then like it, oh, it never worked out. Like right, unless they gave up, unless they stopped. Uh, I don't want to buy into this. Anyone can make it if they try hard enough. Kind of you know, 
bullshit, but in, to a way, it's 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 accurate, right? Like you have to still get opportunities have to be made, presented to you, and some you can work as hard as you can and still never succeed, right? Uh, but generally speaking, things will happen if you're doing the work and you're you're kind of putting in the the legwork. So I'll say that right, right for yourself, um, even if you don't have these opportunities. The second thing, and maybe more not more important, equally as important, is to write for the group, like the, wherever you can write to actually get out there and be published and in public to do it. Um, so if uh, I tell all my students that there's no reason they shouldn't be working for the school paper covering the sports that we have, right? The sports that we offer. Because mm-hmm. um, even if you want to cover the Bulls one day, uh, starts with the Paul basketball, they're going to be like, why don't you cover your team? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's literally a question I got sometimes. Um, luckily, I had an answer because I, like, I you know, covered them or I worked there. Um, that's what they'll ask. Like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Uh, and so I, I, I just, I'd say any advice is, is keep writing, like write every day, write for yourself or write, if you're writing for others and it's for a publication, uh, just make sure you're constantly, you know, you're doing it. Like, you you know, I don't know. Um, it comes down to, the, I think they're kind of the same piece of advice, just to, to write where you can, and especially in college and especially at a school that has, uh, you know, a magazine, a radio station, a newspaper, a television station. Like, that's four ways you can express, like you can show how to, how to make content, how to do things. And then again, you can do all that stuff um, in addition to, but I mean, if you're doing it right, uh, and again, if, if I was telling this to my, myself, I would have everything in my class when I would have tried harder in class, like on the assignments, right? Like I, I viewed class assignments as um, just kind of exercises, you know, practice. Uh, and really I should have viewed them as like the real thing because uh, one thing, I, a lot of students in my class, I helped them get like their work published or I try to get them, you know, and there's no reason why I couldn't have, like I had nothing from any of my classes, like nothing to use. I took two photo, like photojournalism, like video documentary classes. Uh, but I say I mailed in the assignments. Like I did what I had to do. They were proficient, right? They got Bs. Like they weren't terrible videos, mm-hmm. but they weren't. I wasn't proud of them, and I wasn't proud enough of them to like put them in a like my package for you know applying for a job. Yeah. And I wish, I, like in hindsight, I was like, damn, I wish I would have just tried. Like I, I remember one of them. I I wrapped it up early because my brother invited me over to a friend's house, and I was like, cool. I'd rather I, I'm about to finish. You know, send it off. It's gonna get a B. I didn't care. And I wish I would have just taken an extra hour to you know finish editing cutting it up adding you know what i mean like doing the small work because it was just then i could have still went and had fun and still had the thing like and so um and that's of course of having to do with like my priorities at the time and what i was going with going on uh but those i think those are it's a lot of different pieces of advice but just do what you can uh whether for yourself or others um second piece would be uh, to take advantage of the opportunities that are available to you um, and whatever they look like uh, and apply to every internship you can, every job you can, um, even if you're not ready for it because even applying and seeing, going through the process might show you what you need to work on or what you need to, uh, um, or you might just get the job. You might just get the scholarship. You might just get the internship. Mm-hmm. Um, you never know. Uh, and so, and the third one is uh, don't waste your time in the classes you have to make sure that, you know, again, some classes are not going to be relevant. Like if you're not going to do data, uh, maybe this class is not important, but like, if you're sports, like you're gonna have to talk about it at some point, right? And kind of make sense of it. So it's it behooves of you to like make sure these are are things you can like say. Look, I did this in this class. So even if it's not important or it's based on someone else's work or data, like I can do this, right? As mm-hmm. opposed to like, oh well, yeah, it was this class, but I mean, trust me, it was, like I work hard. Except I just not this time. You know what I mean? You're trying to explain yeah. why your work sucks sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it's better to just do your best at the onset. Um, and again, it's hard because we have so much shit going on. We have jobs. We have families. We, you know. Uh, we're still two years removed from a pandemic that has unalterably changed like our lives and how things work. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, we can control things and we can control just those little things we do. Um, yeah. 
So I'd say that, yeah, a lot of advice uh, kind of packed into a little bit, but I think it kind of, I distilled it uh, enough, at least for you to hopefully be simplified. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it? Yeah. Cool.